What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Friday the 14th podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, the Emo Sawawa Franco, and today we are joined by a returning uh, host from Season Uno, yeah. uh, and you were just on one of the recent episodes, sick, uh, Mr. Manny. Hi. Hey, everybody. It's good to be back. It's good to be sitting here and breathing. Uh. Fuentes taking a break from the podcast, so Manny will be joining us now, Mr. Fresh. Yes, and uh, Juan is also taking a break for this month. He'll be back next month. March? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm mad. I'm really upset. Last week, we talked about Creep. I missed it. The song by Radiohead? Huh? The song by Radiohead? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about uh, they're talking about creep, Fuentes and Nick, and I missed oh, wow. it. And I've been wanting to review that movie for so long. Yeah, so I was upset about it. But uh, just a, a little heads up, my rating for that was four. If anybody cares, y'all better care. <laughs> but uh, how's it going, man? How you doing? It's, it's doing good, man. I'm doing fine. I'm living. Um, sitting in the front of a yeah. I'm sitting. Back. I'm sitting in front of a bunch of predator figures. That I decided to take out for some reason. Nice, yeah, so. nice. Were you just playing with them? Um, for the I was I was posing them. That's what I'm supposed to say at my age. I was posing my action figures. You weren't like being them. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you. No, there was a whole ass war going on right now, bro. She just seen it. it was crazy. <laughs> it's a slaughter fest. Uh, man, I know you're excited. It's uh, Wednesday, a couple of days, or I think tomorrow actually. Uh, Ant Man comes out oh i'm very excited man quantumania um i had my opinions about phase four so i'm hoping phase five has a strong start this is the start of the phase five already yeah nice yeah sorry i'm posting on social media so uh you're good brother you gotta do what you gotta do uh Uh, you know we're we're both hosts of the fanboy podcast yes we're talking about ant man and uh Hopefully that comes back soon next month. Hopefully. Yes. But what what do you expect from Ant Man and the Wasp or Quantumania? Um, I'm really looking forward to the amount of ants that we see in this movie. Um, nah, <laughs> I'm excited to see Kang, man. I'm excited to see Kang. Uh, the wrestler oh, Kang? No, Kang. The mask. Kang the, with the, the G. The mirror of Knoxville County. <laughs> with with the G. <laughs> um, no, I'm excited to see Jonathan Majors. Uh, I think he's he's phenomenal. So I'm um, pretty hyped to see him in this film. It looks like there might be a death from the trailers, and I'm just don't know what to expect, man. But I'm I'm hoping the best. I'm staying away from uh, any reviews. I haven't seen any of the trailers for this movie, honestly. Really? I think I probably saw one, and it was during the showing for Megan, I believe. Greg and Josh. Yeah, Drake and Josh. Megan. 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 But uh, I guess I, I haven't paid attention to movie news, honestly. Uh, I know um, Wayne the Pooh, uh, Blood, Blood and Honey, comes out tonight. Um, yes. I was hoping to review that next week, but they only have like fucking two showings and it's tonight, so I can't make it. Ridiculous. But yeah, uh, today we are talking about My Bloody Valentine. 
Yes, Jensen Ackles, bro. I love him. That was a 2009 one, right? That's what we're doing, right? Yeah, 09? Yeah. We're doing 81. Did you watch that? No, nah, I'm kidding, bro. I watched 81. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I watched it, bro. I was like, I kind of <laughs> remember 09 a little bit, but... Um, yeah. yeah, 1981, it's on HBO Max right now. I think also yes. on Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's, it's only on Hulu if you have that HBO add-on. Because I went to Hulu first to watch it because I saw that that's what the flyer said. And then when I went to Hulu, it's like, if you have HBO. And I was like, oh, then I went to HBO Max and I was like, okay, here it is. Yeah, I was looking up today on Hulu as well. I was like, what the fuck? Why did I, put I was Hulu? scared for a split second. I was like, oh, no. I thought I was on 2B and yesterday, uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day and I was like, Oh, you know, I'll watch it tomorrow or whatever. And then I remember 2B always takes movies off, like, right after the holiday. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fuck, hopefully they didn't take it off. And I was like, oh, no, it's on HBO Max. It's good. Yeah, all was well in the kingdom. But um, I guess we'll get right into it. Uh, let's see. 1981, My Bloody Valentine. It was directed by George Mahalka. That's how you pronounce his name. Um, I don't know what else he's done. Uh, La Florida, Eternal Evil, Faith, Fraud, and Minimum Wage. The fuck? Um, yeah. And it stars Paul Kilman, Lori Hellier, Neil Affleck, and the synopsis off of IMDb says a decades-old folktale surrounding a deranged murder killing those who celebrate valentine's day turns out to be true it's a legend when a group defies the killer's orders and people start turning up dead Mm. people start turning up dead they were turning up while they were dead yeah i guess so man yeah it was getting lit it's getting lit in the the afterlife shit (coughs) sorry i'm um I don't really host these podcasts anymore, so I'm kind of still new to this, but <coughs> sorry, before we're supposed to do that, we're supposed to tell y'all, <coughs> Jesus. I don't think he's in this movie. Uh, he is not, but we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to, uh, he's always with us though, uh, shout out our social medias if you want to feel us follow, uh, Friday the 14th on Instagram, uh, Friday the 14th podcast, Nemo Productions. Uh, wrestling tacos. I'm combining everything on there, so you can go on there as well. And um, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't subscribed already. We're, you're here already watching. Might as well subscribe. You heard the man. But uh, synopsis and everything. Um, you want to jump right into it? You want to give our ratings? Out of five machetes. Ooh. All right. Um. Yeah, let's do it. Let's give it. You want to you give yours first? I'm, I want to hear what you rated this film. I have to hear your rating first. I I can't remember who suggested this film. I think it was me. Um, because the order we've been going in this year, if anybody's paid attention, it's a new movie, old movie, new movie, old movie. Like a newer generation movie, you know, 2000s earlier. Yeah, and then an 80s and then film. Older. Yeah, yeah, 80s, 90s. And uh, I may have suggested this since it's like after Valentine's Day. But, um... I'm not a fan of older movies, as most of y'all know. Mm. Uh, this is 81. It felt very 81-ish. Mm. But um, 
wasn't too bad. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid three or a flat three. You were you're very kind of this movie. I was watching in the morning, so I was also tired. Okay, <laughs> you're very kind. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm gonna rate this. Uh, I'm gonna rate it uh, one and a half. And uh, here's the thing: I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy this film. I did. Um. Uh, as we go into the the the, the podcast, I'll explain more as why I give it a one and a half. Um. Did I enjoy it? Yes, I did. Do I hate this movie? No, I don't. So if you see me rocking a My Bloody Valentine shirt at some point in my life, oh, you hated that film. No, I didn't. I liked the film. I enjoyed it. I just don't think it's up there, and it's simply because of certain things that I'll explain as we carry along the podcast. I feel like if I were given it like a one, one and a half, people would expect expected that. So I feel that's the reason I was at a three. <laughs> yes, but like, I'm okay. not... Gonna pick this movie up and ever rewatch it again. Mm, I feel you. I'd probably get it, like, just to have it in the collection. You know, just to be like, My Bloody Valentine, it's, you know, it's a one and it's a one time watch. If they did, like, a badass steel book or something, maybe. That's what I'm saying, man. If they came out with some steel book and then even the the remake one, I, I, uh, that's when I saw first. I never knew that there was a My Bloody Valentine 81 until I got older. The first one I ever saw was the 2009. Was it 2009? Yeah, that's crazy because Jensen Ackles is in that one and Jared Padalecki was in the Friday the 13th 2009 so they were both like in different horror movies and supernatural stars at the time that's crazy um Jensen Ackles was better though because of that He's Friday the 13th suck ass uh takes off shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that 09 man I, I didn't that 09 that. one is not uh, I, as I defended in the fact that I loved Jason. So everything else, I'm not a fan of, but Jason himself is pretty dope. Everything else was. And everything else gets swept under. It's a, a booty. But, um, yeah, I did prefer the 09 version as well of My Bloody Valentine. That was the first yeah. one I saw as well. This was That's my the first one I saw. Time seeing this one. And this one was like really cheesy horror. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I guess we get into it. Um, what did you not like about it? Okay. Well, I guess that's uh, the first five minutes, ten minutes or so. What did you think about that, the opening scene? The opening scene was fun because at first uh, it's like, I don't know why this cu- what these pe- why they're in that mine. You know, I don't know what's going on. And then it's like, oh, it's a girl underneath that, you know, what's it called? But I'm like, hey, it's 80s. It's a girl. They're in a mine. Death is coming. You know what I'm saying? So you see it play out. It's uh, It was fun. And I was like, okay, so this this sets the tone of where we're going with the movie. Um, and we know that our killer is going to be in a gas mask, basically. What do, you, what do you call it that? It's like a mining mask? I don't know what they call their mask. No disrespect to coal mine workers. I just don't know what y'all call y'all's equipment. It's a mask. This yeah, is very mask. Uh, 2020-esque. There's somebody sitting down like, it's just a mask, you idiot. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I enjoy it, though. It, um, I was watching it this morning. I ran off like three hours sleep when I was watching it, and like, it drew me in with mm. it. 
And of course, I was the same way, you know, 80s woman about to die, obviously. Yeah. But um, it drew me in, sucked me in to like find out what was going on. But um, after that, you're not in the, the mine for a while. Yeah. Until like the ending of it, pretty much. Yeah, that is true. You, I mean, well, you have like <clears throat> little bits here and there when they're explaining the, uh, the characters that work there. It's the mine here and there, um, but then yeah, it's not until like the very end of the film that they're like, let's utilize the mine. Yeah, that, I found that real weird because I remember '09. From what I remember, I haven't watched it in, in a good while, but I remember being a lot of mine. I, yeah, I, you know, I I hate to be the one to say, oh, I'm comparing, I'm comparing, I'm comparing, and I know that there are gonna be people that are like. Well, the original is always the better one, but in reality, I can't say that for this film, because the the new one, the two thousand nine one, people are like, that's not new. It's almost you know, shut up. Um, the the newer one, the two thousand nine one, uh, it 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 had a way of fixing the mistakes this movie made. And that's the way I feel about it. It gave more depth to the characters. Uh, this one's you know a full, full of Canadians. That are trying to pass as an American accent, but it slips out every time they say a boat or sorry. You definitely hear it. Um, but but yeah, I mean, uh, shoot, what was I gonna? I lost my train of thought. This yeah, the beginning was fun. Um, do you want to talk about like what we disliked or? Um, let's get let's go with likes first before we okay. get all over it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the the. He takes out the heart, and like mm. sends it to gives it to people, I guess, whatever, and like leaves it there. I like that. Yeah. Like he picks it out with the the pickaxe. Yeah, that's pretty cool to me. Um, what would you feel about that? Um, I thought that was pretty dope. Uh, again, it's it's. I feel like this could have been had it been done right. This could have been like a uh, a multiple film thing, like you know, a bunch of my bloody Valentines, um, because you were introducing a different killer, you know, like you have your Freddy Kruegers, your Jasons, and your Michaels, and I feel like this is one of those like, you know, maybe we can do an every Valentine's Day killer. You get what I'm saying? Um, and so it was it it was fun. I mean, the, the pickaxe, it's just. In liking that, it's to me, it's always about how you utilize what these characters use to do the killing and how well the scenes look when you do them. And um, I I enjoy the killings in this film, but I feel like, I don't know if it's just me, some people are like, no, it doesn't need to show it. But I'm one of those, I want to see it. Like, I want to see them get their head bashed in or the pickaxe go through their head and... I know some people that are like, no, they don't need to show it as long as we know it's going to happen. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I was raised in the films I like where it's like if they don't show it, it's not as scary to me. When they show it, it's more real. It's more like, oh, my gosh, that pickaxe just went through that guy's head, you know. Yeah, it's come over with, over the years, though, because even back in the 80s, they really didn't show much. I think we're talking about Friday the 13th the other day, a few weeks back, and um, they showed quite a bit in that one. And that was like new to it. I think I think Halloween was one of the first ones to like actually show a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. 
No, but but not, I see I see what you're saying too, and and I get you know I give it the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that. It is newer. It is '80s. Um, but uh, I, it's a, I yeah, I guess I maybe it's just my maybe I'm being too harsh, but I just feel like uh, maybe at the time that this movie was released, people were like, oh my gosh, that was creepy. You know, to me, I feel like I was snuffed every time the killing came along. I was really hyped for. And then it's like, oh, it happened, but we don't get to see the end result. Yeah. But um, what else did you like about it? Was there anything, was there anything you liked about it? Yeah, I, mean, I liked – okay, so I'm not even going to lie. Some of the deaths to me were really fun, and then I, there was ways that I would have changed it. Like uh, I do like the way the bartender goes, uh, the one that's always like, you know, Harry Warden and you kids, y'all don't listen. And then he's playing that whole joke. And being like, ah, uh, and you know it's coming, but I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, he's opening and closing the door, opening and closing the door, and then finally he opens it one last time, and it's the actual killer, and he kills him. I was like, okay, that's kind of fun. And then another killing that I liked um, was the, I think her name, was it Mabel? Was that her name? The lady that was setting up the Valentine's Day decorations? I think so. I don't um, remember anybody's name besides her. Yeah. <laughs> I think her name was Mabel. Uh, she gets killed at a, um, washateria, and when the officer finds her, her body's rolling inside, well, it's rolling inside the washer, and then the whole body flings out. To me, I thought, like, a cool remake would have been, like, you know, you go in there, you hear the washer running, and when you look inside, you could just see the head spinning, or, like, being thrown around inside the, the little circle. You get what I'm saying? Like, that would have been... Uh, the little window, I guess you'd call it the window to the washer. Um, that that scene, um, I like how they kind of like got you because uh, whenever he walks in, you see the red mm-hmm. on uh, one of the washers. I was like, oh, he didn't notice that. Like, what the fuck? He's walked in. The first thing he noticed is the upside down heart. Like, a couple of them are like, why the fuck are you, are you noticing that, but not the fucking red over there? <laughs> he goes over there, finally sees the washer. He opens it, and then it's just a red shirt that he pulls out. Yeah, and her body is like two washers down. I'm like, oh, okay, they got you right there. That was pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. I'm still like upside down hearts. Is that why like upside down crosses to people that celebrate Valentine's Day? I I don't understand. Like it's just that that bothered him. He's like, huh? And he starts to fix these upside down hearts, and I'm like, okay. Um, but but aside from that, the way uh that one couple that is trying to get it on, um, where the where the guy goes to get some beers. And she gets taken into the, uh, the bathroom, the, the restroom, the bathroom, the bathroom, there's baths, there's showers, the locker room. And then her head is thrown against the, the, the head of the, oh, what do you, man, I'm forgetting terminology today, guys. It's, I'm stupid now. Uh, the shower head, her head is thrown in there and so when the guy finds her, the water's coming out of her mouth. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was really fun. And even though you couldn't see it, up front, just the side view itself. It was, it was pretty. It was. I was like, okay, that, that that's fun. I like death scenes like that. They're fun to me. So I that th- that was the good. The good in this was was some of the fun ways that these killings occurred. Uh, I enjoyed, um, and I think that's what got my attention. I was more watching this film to see how certain people were gonna die, and then the character I liked the most was Hollis, the chubby dude with the mustache. I, don't, I thought he was cool, man. He seemed like he had the most, like, you know, he's breaking up fights. But telling him, you know, keep your head together. Enough of this. Like, he's, you know, protecting the women. You know, you take care of them. I'm going to go look for her. I thought he was real cool. 
Um, probably my my favorite character in this entire film was Hollis. That's that's about it. As, as, as far as my favorite characters go, I don't think I have a favorite character, honestly. Mm, like that. Uh, maybe they they killed her because he got we got the kill scenes, but um, that's about it. But yeah, I mean, you hit it on the coffin. That was those two scenes are my two favorite ones, and that was pretty much all I enjoyed about it. <laughs> Damn. Um, again, I watched this and I was like half like tired. So I mean, maybe mm. I have to give it a rewatch. I probably won't ever watch it again, but you know. Um, what would you not like about it? Um, okay. I think one thing that I didn't like about it was that it felt like it was this movie was less than an hour and 30 minutes. I want to say it was an hour and 25. The credits are what made it an hour and 30. But I think the things that I disliked in that situation was the fact that uh, it didn't feel like it was an hour and 30 minutes. For some reason to me, it felt longer. That could have just been me. And that's why I freaked out when I found out that it was an hour and 30 minutes. I'm like, wait, what? I feel like I've been sitting here forever trying to finish this movie. It felt like too um, Yeah, it really did. It felt like a long movie. And to me, that's scary because it's like if a movie – I mean, to me, it says a lot. If the movie feels like it's long when it's only an hour and 30 minutes, it's it's most likely that it, it has its problems. And it was the storyline in this one that really – irked me man because you develop this character harry warden you know uh he's in a coal mining accident uh, i forgot spoiler alert oh all this you know spoilers and all yes. that that was pointless now but um yeah okay okay yeah, yeah so guys uh i've only mentioned harry warden i've only mentioned coal mining and then we got stopped so spoiler alert uh i didn't even okay yeah here's the spoiler alert if you have not seen this movie Again, we're being respectful. It was made in 1981. I don't understand how you have not seen this movie. Um, but there, I heard that there's a 10-year rule on spoilers. After 10 years, you could spoil it. So it's been a lot longer than 10 years. Anyways, uh, stop now. Don't listen to us anymore. Our say-sos mean nothing. Go watch this film. If you do not care, then I'm going to continue to talk about the things I disliked about this film. It was... Um, okay, so you get like you get the story, Harry Warden coal mining accident you know supervisors forget they're down there explosion kills all the guys that are down there except for harry warden goes crazy gets put into a psych ward a year later he comes back terrorizes the town uh on valentine's day during the valentine's day dance um which kind of pissed me off because i understand coming back and killing your supervisors because they're the ones that made the mistake of not making sure anybody was down there before they did what they did but he just starts to kill everybody. And I'm like, that's a bit unfair. Like, I don't I don't feel like that was right. But again, another thing is, it said he was stuck down there for, what, six weeks? Yeah. He's there for, like, forever. And I'm just there, like, no one, how? No one wants to go look for him until the dance was over. Yeah, that's another thing that so. pissed him off, too. Um, but, but it says that he's stuck down there for, yeah, forever, I think. It says, like, for a while. And I was just like, I don't know how it's humanly possible with eating no food, just being stuck down there. But, oh, no, he's eating another person when we yeah. see him. Yes. So he had gone mentally insane. Forgive me, creators of this movie, if you are still living. Um, he had gone mentally insane. That that makes sense. So, yeah, there was character development in there. And he comes back. He kills supervisors and kills everybody. He hates Valentine's Day. 
just a word for the wise. If you're single on Valentine's Day, don't do what Harry Warden did. There's no need. You can hate the holiday. You don't have to kill your friends. Um, but, okay, so yeah, so then, you know, it, 20 years later, you're like, well, we're not going to bring up the Valentine's Day dance and this and this, and we're not going to have it because you know Harry Warden, blah, blah, blah. But what bothers me is you get this killer who's killing people left and right. right? He's just like, slaughter fest now. I'm going to start killing. I'm going to start sending these Zodiac messages in, in the shape of hearts, you know. Uh, and then when we finally discover who this killer is, right, it's, it's underwhelming because it goes straight to, wait, who is it? It's Axel. Where is he at? He's in there. Then they all rush in there. They all go in there, rush in to see what's going on. And then he's like, uh, then he's there and they're like, what happened to him? And it shows like a cheesy flashback, like the last few seconds of the movie, which is like, that is ridiculous. And then it's like, oh no, it's Axel. His father was killed 20 years ago by the, by Harry Warden. And he saw the whole thing. And I was just there like, you give that to us like a minute before the movie finally closes because then the movie ends, right? And then he's there, he's there. And they're like, they're, they're trying to help him out. But instead he's like, he starts talking all funny and singing this song and then runs away. And I'm like, okay, first of all, he didn't act this way the entire movie. So for him to now be like mentally kind of messed up in the head, people are going to be like, oh, he was already a killer. Yeah, but I don't remember Jeffrey Dahmer john wayne gacy or ted bunny acting like this so i so so no i'm not giving that the, the guy's acting normal the whole film and then you have this twist in which is why i wanted to bring up the 2009 one because that one shows that jensen ackles has double personality it shows that he had two personalities and he doesn't even know when he's the killer and when he's being himself so i'm like oh they fixed the, the problem huh i forgot he was the killer yeah <laughs> i spoiled that one too i'm sorry guys forgive me um but but yeah man it's just that that uh that bothered me uh because i felt like they were like oh shoot we got to give him some kind of backstory y'all forgot to write the backstory yeah don't worry we'll put it in the last minute of the film you know and then he just takes off and i'm just like you know i'm just i was mad i was mad i was that made me mad and, and then another thing Excuse the language, guys. Uh, fuck Sarah. I, dude, what is up with that? The dude leaves you to go to the big city, and it doesn't work there. You move on. You find somebody who treats you right, and then all of a sudden, it's like he comes back, and there you are. Like I don't know who I want. It's like what? I don't know who I want to take me to the dance. First of all, you don't get to choose. You have a boyfriend. That's your only option. I don't know what you mean. You're over there telling your friend, like, I don't know who's going to take me to the dance. This is so hard. And then all of a sudden, Axel starts to be an a-hole when it didn't never seem like that before. It never seemed like he was mean to her. And then next thing you know, he's drunk. He's putting her hand, He's putting his hands on her. And they're starting to make Axel look like a bad guy, making the other guy seem like he's the better choice. But you're forgetting Sarah's cheating. She's not a single woman. So the bad, the bad person in all this who ends up surviving the film was Sarah. Sarah should have been the first one that Axel took down, but no, he took down Hollis, the nice Canadian guy who was on everybody's side. So sad. But yeah, I just had to. That's another dislike. I dislike Sarah. 
I can't stand you. Sorry, the little ones are here. But um, no, it's good, man. You covered everything, man. I'm sorry, just because really that's what it is. This movie within itself, it doesn't have much. It doesn't. It doesn't have storylines. Not there. It really isn't. There's like it. It dragged on way too long. It um, did. It wasn't even long. It was an hour and a half, hour, hour and twenty, and it felt that's like that's what scares me. Hours. I thought it was just me that felt like that because, like I said, I was still I was tired and everything, but no. And I felt bad. I was like, did I mention this to Franco that it felt long? And like, what if it didn't feel long to Franco? And then I'm like, I'm just being mean, you know. But no, it um, it just it, it yeah, it just took its time with scenes that didn't need to be there, like like Sarah and him talking and then playing like that sad music, and like, oh, I didn't. Uh, it's not my fault. You're the one that left. Oh, I didn't know that I was gonna come back and. And I've always loved you. It's just like, why is there this cheesy romance story now? What's going on here? It's just, oh, it just, again, um, don't hate the movie. I definitely feel like I'm glad I've added it to the list of movies I've seen. I can say that I've seen both my Bloody Valentines and the remake is the better film. Um, even for those who made Dog on the remake, that's fine, but it's still a better film than the original. So yeah, I'm sorry if I covered everything that was wrong with it. It just—it's just, it's, it's just like a dragged-on movie that has its—it's—it's it's, it's Suicide Squad, the David Ayer cut. It's a lot of filler and and only so much you could say about the movie. Yeah, the the ending is the main thing that pissed me off was the backstory and all that. Like, oh, let's go in backstory within a minute left in the film, but that's what I'm saying. I'm over here thinking like, oh, there's gonna be more, and then it's like, no, he's just like, ha 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 ha, Harry Ward and blah blah. blah. I'm like. What? They they did leave it where you can have a sequel to it, but it's like yes, I was at by that point. I'm like, what do we do? We want a sequel? Um, I guess we're getting taglines real quick. Uh, the funny thing is, uh, the I don't know if you noticed it was Saturday. Valentine's is uh, February fourteenth. Yes. So that means a Friday. Saturday was Friday the thirteenth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That means that Jason was out there killing people. Wow, this guy was waiting for Valentine's Day to kill. And I actually went back. I was like, you know what? Let me see if like you know, 1981 actually had a Saturday, 14th. Yeah, they did. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I went back. I was like, yep, they did. I went back on my calendar. That's how, <laughs> bored, that's how bored I was in this movie. No, that's how committed you were to this review. Uh, the, <laughs> the tagline is, there's more than one way to lose your hearts. Uh, only tagline I thought throughout the movie. I forgot who said it. I think it may have been Sarah. But uh, I may not get out alive. She was joking about it before all the killings happened. I know they're talking about the dance, and she's like, I may not get out alive or something. Oh yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what I would want as a tagline because this one it's more. Um... It was like bloody Valentine's, my bloody Valentine's. Um, uh, I don't even know what to tagline this. I can't. I'm telling you, if it, we have right. every time we tagline, there's so much story, and for this one, I can't. My bloody Valentine. What are the masks called that the miners wear? 
<laughs> my bloody valentine my bloody valentine we're not going to have a valentine's dance we'll have a valentine's party instead my bloody valentine saturday the 14th yes <laughs> uh my bloody valentine i don't know who i'm going to take to the dance <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it did feel like that too. The it was just a lot of talking too, you know, that whole scene where they're just in the junkyard frying food on a on a car. Remember that? I just don't understand. I don't understand. But uh, I'm gonna drop my brain down after talking about this movie to a two and a half. <laughs> you gotta be honest with it, man. You gotta be honest with it. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm just. Trying to save the people. I guess we get into legacy. Um, what's like the legacy of movies? Uh, talking about holidays, like this is on holiday Valentine's Day. There's not very many horror movies around Valentine's Day that I can think of. Um, I'm with you on that. I can't recall another horror film. Usually, if you watch like anthology films, they'll have like a segment for Valentine's Day here and there. But I don't know of any like too many standalone Valentine's Day movies. I think there's a movie called Valentine's Day, a horror movie, I want to say. There's a horror movie named Valentine's Day? Yeah, I think so. Or Valentine. Oh, wow. I can be wrong on that. Let me check real quick. But... Um, yeah, just the legacy of... Yeah, Valentine's Day horror movie. I know one. I don't remember that poster. Oh my gosh, dude. Hold on. It's called, what is it called? Valentine. That, like, brought back a lot. So, yeah. hold on. It's on Tubi right now. That face. You know what? That's probably why. Oh, it's that face. Um. Remember that kid everyone ignored on Valentine's Day. He remembers yeah, you. he remembers you. I mean, you got what? Denise Richards and Katherine Heigl in this film? Um, to those people, like actresses that people don't really vibe with. But no, this is so familiar. I'm probably going to have to watch this one. This is going to be next week's review. Yeah. <laughs> Budget was twenty nine million. Box office was thirty six million. Oh, for that movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, start reviewing the second movie. Uh, Over here. I guess there's like a lot of horror movies that revolve around holidays, like. How do you how do you feel about horror movies that revolve around holidays, like any specific holiday? Um, to me, it all depends on like uh, how well the movie's done. Because I'm not gonna lie, I, one of my favorite movies is Trick or Treat, and that's all about Halloween. Um, I enjoy Krampus, even though it, it, the follow up to Trick or Treat is not the craziest thing. It's but it's it's a holiday the, uh, holiday uh, themed um, film. Uh, 
and I just shoot. I'm trying to think of some other movies that have holiday. I mean, well, like the Black Christmas films. I've seen pretty much every single one of those. I'll sit through them because I enjoy it. Um, yeah, that, Halloween, the franchise. The Friday the Thirteenth. I guess it's not Friday a holiday, the, but yeah, it's not really a holiday, but it is taking a day. You know what I mean, and making it. Um, What's the Christmas one we just reviewed? Um, Violent Night. Y'all reviewed Violet Night? Yeah, we reviewed that for uh, Man Fuentes. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie was fucking fantastic. It's so it became one of my favorite Christmas movies. I haven't bought it because they didn't release a 4K version. I was so mad. There was no 4K, no Stobook, and I was like, "Are you serious?" I think I think both Man Fuentes enjoyed the movie, and I think they got greenlit for a part two. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I, I think they did. Unless I don't mean Fuentes talking about it, they should make a part two where it's a prequel talking about that's Santa. what i was gonna say that's what i want the prequel to what he did um to become santa rudolph wasn't even in the film either and like they could do well, that as well well we know why rudolph's not in it why? okay so i have to tell you this but rudolph only helped santa claus one night he's not he's not part of the reindeers well, that's some bullshit he, he did bring that's up why rudolph, it says though. then one foggy christmas eve santa came to say Rudolph with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? So it was one night that Santa needed him because it was, you know, foggy. And I, he, I think uh, he brought up Rudolph in it, though. Did he? No, again, you can bring up Rudolph because he worked with him. And I'm pretty sure Rudolph's like a background character now. But he's just not like, I, I, it's the weirdest thing. I had like a whole debate about this not too long ago. We're like, yeah, but what about Rudolph? I'm like, he's, look, I love Rudolph, but he's not part of the, the original squad. How dare you? Hey, no, we no, let me not, wrong, bro. We did so he's not a, do any Rudolph no, on this podcast. Okay, I'm not dogging on Rudolph, but Rudolph's like the Power Ranger in every season of Power Rangers. You have the main team, and then the really cool one comes in halfway through the season, and you're like, oh, I like that one better. Um, you know, just like Tom. Yeah. I've never seen Power Rangers. All right, guys. Well, this has been a fun podcast. <laughs> All I know is that the, the red Power Ranger is a, is a complete dick. Um, Austin St. John? No, I think it's the second season. Second oh, season. Rocky? I think so. Steve Cardenas? You've met him? Have you met him? He was at, I, Rum- I never he met was him. at RumsCon a couple years, a few years back. Oh, really? One of them was. I, I, it might have been, I think it was the second Cause, season. Because the one from uh, the first season uh, was at the Corpus Christi Comic Con, and I met him, and he signed stuff for me. But I now that you're telling me that I want to pull up a picture because I want to make sure that like, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you a picture of the guy that, that if this is him, let me know. I can't remember. I don't think it was him. It might okay. have been stupid in us because I remember. Uh, RumsCon 2018, me and Tiff were uh, running a booth for our friend. And yeah. We had Red Ranger helmet asking, I think my friend was asking 100 bucks for it, and the dude came up to us asking how much. And I told him 100. And uh, he had me like, call him, he was asking if we could negotiate whatever. So I called my friend up and told him. And um, he was like, no, 100 flat, that's it. And the dude was like, well, if I give you an autograph, I'm like, okay, what the fuck are you? What autograph? And my friend, he was like, well, which Power Ranger is he? You know, I remember him saying the second series, second whatever. And he, he looked him up. He was like, no. 
Wow, that's crazy. I remember some kid coming back later on buying that helmet. He went to get it signed. I guess when he went over there, the actor um, paid him for it, like uh, gave him an autograph and like a couple of uh, some money for it. And the kid came back, hey, I sold the helmet for an autograph and some money. I was like, okay, cool. Wow. That's kind of shady. He seems like he's an a hole. Yeah, I've met a couple celebrities that like just. Yeah, never meet your heroes, believe me. That's what they say, never meet them. Shoot, I've even met, like, Christian artists that were assholes. Hey, man, <laughs> I, I, like, I met dude. Michael Rosenbaum, dude, Lex Luthor. That dude's so fucking great. Uh, that's what I love, man. I love that you know him. I know him because uh, I listen to a lot of the inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. And uh, he's, he just seems so down-to-earth and kind. And plus, he's a fanboy. So that's what I love about him as well. Like, a fan of horror and, uh, you know, superheroes and stuff like that. So I just... I, I love the dude because he just seems like he's down to earth. And I'm glad that you, your interactions with him were good too because it's, it's always nice to meet the people that uh, you you grew up watching and them not be complete assholes. Yeah, we're at uh, Corpus Christi Comic Con 2019, I think it was. And uh, I got my pop signed by him. You know, I was like fucking pumped up for him and everything. And then uh, we're selling there. I think I went to a restroom like an hour or two after. And when I came back, uh, Tiff and Nick were at the booth saying that he walked by. I was looking at our stuff. I was like, some bullshit. <laughs> Why he walk by whenever I leave? That's funny, dude. I think that was the um, that was the first one, right? The 2017 yeah. or 2018? 2019. Was I, think it was, I think that was the second year. Because I remember y'all, y'all, y'all's booth. I went there. The, the 2019 one is the one that we went to together. And it was at the American uh, Bank Center. The first one was at the Robstown Fairgrounds, and that's where Michael Rosenbaum was at. Was it 2018? Because I remember y'all's booth too, and then you telling me the story of like how he walked by. I think it was in like, 2018. It was in Robstown. Um, it's on, I know it's on our fucking YouTube channel somewhere. Yeah, go it watch it, guys. It could have been 2018. Yeah, because 2019 we didn't go together because I wasn't here in 2020, and the pandemic also happened. Yeah, I got canceled. 2019, we we went. Um, we got those tickets. Yeah, we got those free tickets, and they upgraded us to VIP. Remember that? You and I, we went to this con in the valley, and when we were there, they were posted. Remember, like one of the actors from one of the Jason films, one of the actors that played him, was supposed to be there, and I got my pop to take with me. And then we get there, and like half the people that were supposed to be there didn't show up. You and I walked around, and then we saw a Corpus Christi Comic Con booth, and the guy was like, if you could tell us this, this, y'all get two free tickets. That's and then right, I got yeah. one, you got one. And then, yeah, when I got there, uh, that I was redeeming it. Cause I think it was a, it was a weekend pass. So I went both days mm-hmm. and then, uh, Oh no, I went that Saturday and Sunday. And then Sunday we all went together, mm-hmm. but that Saturday that I went alone, um, they, uh, they're like, Oh yeah, you've been upgraded to VIP. I was like, what? And I got a, a VIP. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty dope. I forgot about that other Comic Con. But yeah, it was, it was 2018 that we went, that uh, were there. But yeah, Legacy. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I always I always remember. I always remember, bro. I always remember our stuff. Um, Is this a Legacy movie? This is a movie I'll never pick up again. <laughs> so uh, the Legacy of it, I don't think it lived up to it. I prefer the 09 version. Um... I prefer the 09 version as well. I don't think this film uh, is going to... I don't think it leaves its legacy mark. 
in the fact that I think it's one of those one and dones from the 80s that people remember. Like, oh, I remember my bloody Valentine. You know, like, oh, I remember that one. Oh, I remember that one. You know, even my fiance's mom was like, oh, that one, man, that one's a fun one. So it's like one of those, like, yeah, we watched it when it existed. And, you know, and to me, it's like, I've only seen the remake. And then it, I can't have somebody from that generation get mad at me because I'm like, the remake's better. It just is. Get as mad as you want. It's we're going to watch it here soon, and it's going to suck. Yeah, we're just going to be like, damn, dude, we were so wrong. We thought it was good. We thought it fixed everything. And then we're going to have to take back our comments, and I'm going to have to hide, put myself in hiding. The, the, the team of Canadian actors is going to come after me. What'd you say, hey? They're going to be like, hey, you're going to apologize to us? You're going to say sorry or no? <laughs> what did you say about us? What did you say about us? I'm going to be like, oh, man, no, please, I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, our next review, that, that's it for this review. Uh, let us know what you think about it, and if you want to, comment down if you've seen it. Again, you can watch it on HBO Max, but our next review will be next Wednesday at 6 p.m., like always on the YouTube channel. We're reviewing Smile, which is on Paramount+. Plus. Plus. Have you seen that movie? Yes, I saw it in theaters. I saw, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw like the first five or ten minutes of my little one. Yeah. I was watching it. And uh, the opening scene, I was like watching it, and she was in the room. She was watching her TV in the other room, but we're eating. So she was yeah. in the other room watching it with me. I didn't know she was watching it. And the first ten minutes, like as soon as the smile happens, I turned it off immediately because she was watching it. I was like, I'm not going to have you oh, have nightmares. No. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to actually giving a full watch. Oh yeah, the the well, one of the characters in the film is Kevin Bacon's daughter, and I didn't know that until I saw a commercial on TikTok with her recently, and I was like, "What the heck?" It's your last name, Bacon. Yes, it is. It's also Bacon. I was like, "What the heck?" It's a Bacon family. Look at that. Bacon family. Bacon <laughs> family full of bacon. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm excited too, man, because I definitely. Uh, I think I'm going to purchase it this weekend. I have Paramount Plus, but uh, they have it in 4K at Best Buy, and they've been marking down the price on it. So it's like, you know, 20 bucks for a 4K, I'm, I'm for it. That'll be um, our next review. After that, we are taking it to March 1st, and it'll be the It series from 1990, I think. With John Ritter. Yeah, that one's on Amazon Prime. And then March 8th. We're changing it up a little bit. Uh, me, Fuentes, and Juan talked about it. But since Fuentes is gone, and it's you in his shoes now. We're going to do a top five segment. Instead of reviewing one movie or reviewing a movie, we're doing a top five segment. And it'll be top five movies of the 1990s. Horror movies. Oh, like we're going to choose those? Or how is that going to... Yeah, like it's going to be our, our top five. Like whatever top five you want to oh. pick from 1990 that you enjoyed. Oh, from from the full nineties, from the nineties to the like from nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety nine. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think so, seven's in there. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, we're changing up for that week, and then the following week will be Scream Six. I don't know when Fuentes is coming back, so I don't know whenever you're leaving. Uh, hopefully, yeah. want to be back by March as well. So yeah, we'll see. But I just want to let them know top five. We're gonna change it up a little bit. We're also gonna have different segments, not segments, different episodes like that. Um, throughout the year, top five. I think we'll change it up where I think um, we're doing like top five um, Scream Queens. 
one year or one week. Uh, top five. Uh, no, I think we're doing a movie original versus new, which we should have done on this one actually in 1981 versus 2009. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, Sorry, Jensen. Yeah, maybe next time. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to be doing it. that throughout the year. So just a heads up on that. But um, that's pretty much it. Again, social media is if you want to follow us, Friday the 14th podcast on Instagram, Emosar Productions on Instagram, and Wrestling Tacos on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can listen on Spotify. Just search up the Cinnamon, Cinnamon Movie Podcast, and we're on there. And um, anything we want to plug? Uh, if you want to follow me on my socials, you can follow me at uh, FreshTV217 on Instagram, and that's Fresh with a P-H because I have a PhD in keeping it fresh. Uh, and again, thank y'all so much for allowing me to talk on this podcast again. So glad to see that it's going uh, since 2019. It's so good to see that it has not stopped. And um, uh, I, everything that Franco plugged, listen to him. Go follow the channels. Go follow the Instagrams. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, sharing things takes it a long way to you guys, so you just gotta hit the share button on Facebook. Share, share now. You don't even have to put in your two cents before it. You don't even have to comment about it. Just share it. It's not gonna kill you. Believe me, my feed is full of things that I would rather y'all not share. So, um, yeah. Uh, any little support always means the world to us. Uh, to the people that are listening, thank you for giving us the time of day and listening to me breathe really heavily after every sentence. And uh, the Fanboy Podcast will be returning soon, hopefully March. Yes. So um, we'll finish off that season that we uh, didn't finish. Yeah, yeah, guys. Forgive us. And, uh, yeah, we've been busy. But we'll be back for that. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. You will. Love. Tacos. Love tacos.